everyone, this is Crystal, the queen of Philippine wrestling, and I'm here with Getro Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? This is TJP, otherwise known as TJ Perkins, otherwise known as the Cruiser Great, otherwise known as the Phil and Flash, and you guys are listening to Getro Podcast. Getro Yo, 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 yo. The Get Your Podcast crew is in the building. And you got your homie, Just. What's up? It's Jay. Hey, it's Charlie. What's going on? And it's Guard. Yo, yo, my fellas. What is going on? How's everyone's week doing? Um, Guard, I got to shout out to you because uh, you've been coming out with some really good conversations on the Facebook, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Top five. I'm so bored. <laughs> Even had one of our former colleagues, uh, former colleagues respond. <laughs> he came out of, came out of, came, you know, came out of hiding. Shout out, shout he out, loves, shout out. He loves his, uh, he loves his uh, Christmas movies. Sure, for sure. Yeah, that was, that was kind of cool seeing all that. And speaking of, I mean, nice that you brought up the Christmas stuff. Like, that was your first one. It was like your favorite Christmas movies because like, it doesn't even seem like Christmas time to me. It's like. It doesn't help that it's like in we're in Chicago and it's like hasn't even it's snowed like flurries this morning, but mm-hmm. that even yeah. wouldn't even call it that. But the weather has been very mild and it's, has been really festive at all, and it doesn't feel like it. I don't know, but what do you think? We tried, you know, with, with Garn's uh, Facebook thing, we we got in a little bit of the Christmas cheer, Christmas cheer. Real quick before we jump into some wrestling haps, is there any underrated Christmas movie? That like not that you like that maybe not a lot of other people like. For me, like I put it on the list. It was actually Lethal Weapon. I know that it doesn't really fit the criteria too much. Well, but I feel it's like it's like a Christmas movie that kind of gets overlooked. To me, it's any movie that happens during Christmas season. So I would. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like that's kind of wide open. Anyone who says Die Hard is is, is not a Christmas movie, they're lying. <laughs> Clearly, a Christmas movie. So, I, I, everyone always forgets about Edward Scissor's hands. Yeah. Or Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah. That that Batman Returns. Everyone forgets it comes. It happens during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I tend to watch that movie every Christmas. <laughs> right. What about you guys? I'm gonna name one. I I like Bad Santa. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. yeah, yeah, with the, with the, that's a good one. With the little guy, with the little guy. and uh, Little guy, yeah. and then the stereotypical uh, Filipino uh, ant right there. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so like, even though this it happened in real life, Billy Bob Thornton married Angelina Jolie, but like in the movie, just like this alcoholic wreck, Billy Bob Thornton just like all of a sudden just like bangs his bartender and they just have this relationship. Shout out to Bernie Mac in that movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and shout out to um man, two legends we we lost in that movie too. John Ritter, right? John Ritter was in that movie too. Mm-hmm. So shout out to those two guys. Yep, show. Yeah. I don't got any. I don't got any. Like my, I just stick to the, the basics, like you know, Home Alone, and all that. So I know boring answer, but like, uh, yeah, I don't got any like like uh Christmas movies that are under the radar. So. I'm born like that. Womp womp. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but man, uh, Christmas is upon us, um, and we're all here. I'm pretty sure we all are on the, uh, unfortunately, I think we're all on the naughty list. Hey. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, let's just jump right into it. Wrestling haps. Um, you know, we got TLC coming up this week. Oh, oh my, hold on. I forgot, guys. We had Triple Mania first over the weekend. Did you guys see the match with Kenny Omega and is it El Dorado? Uh, what's his name? El Dorado. Kid. Uh, Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid. There you go. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys uh watch the show at all? I, I happened to catch it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It was free on YouTube, so I think yeah, it's still yeah, there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, I caught I caught it, and then uh, I thought it was a. It was an okay event. Like they did their, they had their whole thing where everyone could get it, get their shit in. So they had like the female battle royal. They had yeah. like the the three way tag match and all this other stuff. Uh, the Laredo Kid Omega match was very AEW. It was like basically, yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god, it was the match was like within like five minutes in, someone already got cuttered from the top rope. You know, so so <laughs> it was like it was like very like you know you got like an apron bump right away. Someone getting DVD'd onto the uh-huh. apron, and you got a. Uh, uh, but the rest like, period, then you had the rest period yeah. in there too. After the high spots, you had the rest period for a yeah. little bit, you know. But then, like, yeah, it was rest period, but then, then it was straight up like, oh, now here's a uh, a reversal into a power bomb, and here's like a, a screwdriver into a, another pile driver and a tombstone. And like, so it was like very like balls to the wall. Like, it was okay. Like, I, I thought it, was, it wasn't the worst match I've ever seen. So, yeah, it was pretty decent. Yeah. I, I thought that he would go against – I thought they would have another person go up against him, like Psycho Clown, who's, like, at the top of the, you know, Triple A uh, um, uh, wrestling organization over there. But, you know, maybe they'll save that for another time. But I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, the Lucha Libre style, that's my shit, you know. So I, I thought it was okay for, for, what they, for what they gave us for free. Yeah, uh, it, was it was free, so. It, it was pretty decent, yeah. I'll give them credit that in the, in the back – of the each match you have like all those like those advertisements they were mm. genius because i did not i was craving like little caesar's pizza that whole yeah. match <laughs> the screen right i was showing all this shit like <laughs> there that was genius it is such a great job you know like like uh if, if it said mcrib i would have been out the door yeah <laughs> i don't like cheesy breadsticks right now right <laughs> okay Okay, crazy break. We should crazy have, have ads in the background of the video right now. <laughs> I don't know if Little Caesars does that thing where you, if you yell pizza, pizza, they give you free bread. Do you remember that? Do you guys remember that back in the day? Now it's, now it's like stick them up. <laughs> 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 I have a gun in my, in my coat. <laughs> really, that stuff besides that, you know, the $5 pizza is like obviously not that great, but I feel like the other stuff is not bad. Like that little no, beat this thing, you know? I mean, we're not sponsored by Little Caesars, but I'm just saying. No. Just throw a little shout out there. So some of the food's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm with you, man. I mean, listen, like, when, when we grow up here in Chicago, I mean, we're kind of, like, spoiled when it comes to hot dogs and pizza and Italian beef, you know? Like, sometimes we don't appreciate the, uh, the, uh, the lower-level tier, you know? The Tonys of of the world, the uh, you know, uh, the tombstones of the world, the, you know the home run ins <laughs> of the world, you know, the red, the red barons, red, ba- red barons of the world. Hey, when when you go to Jewel, you get that ten for ten, the tombstone, or yes, pizza. dude, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Shout out though. Yeah, shout out though. Shout, shout out, out to Jewel. Shout out to Jewel, man. They're wings, baby. They're wings. The wings are really good. <laughs> All right, Jay, should we get into some wrestling halves, man? Yeah, so I feel like we should skip Raw. <laughs> sure. 
I'm, I'm not going to rip on them because they did. I was reading that they had their all-time low. I feel like I've heard this all the time about, about WWE's main shows. All-time low in ratings. Yeah. 1.5 million viewers down 12% from last week. So, I mean, just on a side note, like, what the hell should they do to help to help this? I, I want more um, theater play like they did with AJ Styles and John Morrison. More classical theater play like that. I, it, has, it, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be, but I thought it was hilarious. You know what I mean? I thought it was hilarious. I say get rid of the third hour. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, go, to four, go to four hours, guys. WrestleMania is going to be like a, a, a five-day week. <laughs> for real. Event. For real. In the way they're going. I'm with you on that. Also, I let that Taco Fall guy wrestle. Maybe that that might help. There you go. Just standing there, like uh, just like Raw Underground. Just still just standing there, straight stone face, doing that for like three months straight already. He's pretty Wait, much like breaking out the works. Hit him with the uh, the Mexican Mexican pizza cutter. <laughs> okay, that was, okay, that that was a kind of a stretch of a joke. All right, I'll see myself out, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you. <laughs> Are you trying to are you trying to fit in a little Caesars ad? <laughs> For only five dollars, you get it large. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's a long crazy bread right there. That's a big crazy bread. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Your your mouth might be stuffed to say pizza pizza. Be like, Ugh. okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, raw raw was definitely a passable show. I mean, like I agree. I don't. I can't think of a time when they moved to three hours where, like, it was a complete, like, great show. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a couple out there, but on the top of my head, I can't really think that there there was. Maybe that time when Stephanie McMahon got arrested. Do you remember – do you guys remember that? When uh, her and – Yeah, we're having a feud, maybe that episode, and then maybe the Shane O'Mac when he came back. But, like – but those are, like, only a few on the top of my head, like, ever since they went to the three-hour – you know, they need to cut that out. I mean, they need to just maybe go back to two hours. I think definitely that would help. Yeah. With you, man. So, at least we should just move on to NXT because, honestly, that Pete, Pete Dunn and Kyle O'Reilly, man, come on. That, that's got to be the best takeaway from NXT, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they picked, up, they picked off from War Games, and we were talking about last week about how that beginning of it was, like, awesome. And I feel like this follow-up to it this week was even better. I thought that that last part where they did like the he was trying to do like that bitter end move on the apron and they like reverse it into a superplex off the yeah, yeah. oh dude no I just thought it was everything about that was great I feel like that should have been the main event main event worthy but uh, I don't know what else do you guys think about NXT I uh, thought that, that was a great blend of two two wrestlers that are kind of like on the brink of being something big in NXT or maybe possibly maybe Kyle O'Reilly might go off by himself. But, yeah, I thought that match was good. Man, Pete Dunne, man, I don't think he's had really a bad match in WWE. I can't oh. really think of a – I mean, a lot of them have been solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's um, had plenty yeah, of bad yeah. hairdos. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right, dude. Like, like, 
just to add on to what you're saying, that match was was killer. Like, like it just kind of lived up to like what you expect between those two. Like, they, and they did a great job of uh making it make it uh making it into a story. Like, you know, they both started off in the in the I was about to, I was to say the Hunger Games, the War Games. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They're they're just <laughs> sorry, Katniss. Um, they were they <laughs> they started off. You know, so it's like they made it into like a sort of rivalry, and then you know, and they were fighting for something for the for the a chance at the title so it, it gave it a sense of urgency and like it just killed it you know you're at the edge of your seat i didn't care that it was interrupted by like you know little um little caesar's uh uh commercials and shit oh yeah oh that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah so so yeah i, I loved it i'm Such just surprised movie. i'm really surprised that they're accelerating my theory because i thought the kyle o'reilly thing would be more mid next year not now oh, okay. i expect to come start right away because i thought killian cross will jump in first and then yeah. kyle riley will have a long feud with keep done and then get to the championship again i thought that's what i thought i i didn't think they, they accelerated this fast so it, it's you know it's it's going to be great and i could see storylines where once kyle riley gets the championship we could see possibly in fighting with uh uh, undisputed, and then yeah. you have storylines for the next two years, right there. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Honestly, which I is kind of I... something ROH already did. Which is kind of something ROH already did yeah. when they were trying to do a feud with, with kind of like Red Dragon. And then remember that one night where they brought back Future Shock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I... then and then Cole turned on Kyle O'Reilly later on. Yeah. So it's kind of like a similar thing. Which at this level, like, would still be exciting, you know? Yeah, not many people will know about this, so it's like this is for any WWE fans. This is brand new. They're like, holy crap, you know? Right. Shout out to Chicago Ridge. Shout out to Chicago Ridge. Well, that match could. I wish that match went on like 15 minutes longer, but then they had to save time for Karrion Cross's entrance. So. <laughs> you mean Scarlet? Scarlet's entrance. Just <laughs> what well, else, they, had to, they, had to save, they had to save time for Dexter Loomis's uh, uh, oh, yeah. Bob Ross impersonation. Over <laughs> they needed that extra thirty seconds for him to stare at the camera after the Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what do you guys think of that? He's going to be the host of New Year's Evil. I, I, I hope he didn't say one goddamn word. <laughs> just, I just actually stares hope at the, the camera. <laughs> I actually hope for the opposite, and he pretends to be like Dick Clark. <laughs> Ooh, or he like he's like really eloquent, or like he just like talks way too much. Like, hey guys, I'm Dexter Loomis, and you guys are here for. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever like talked on? Uh, I feel like I like I've never seen him talk. And the countdown: ten, nine. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your main event. <laughs> I totally drew this picture. <laughs> There's my man, Jake. Jake Ellis. <laughs> Yo, that would be hilarious if they were just uh, like dubbing Jake Atlas's voice for Dexter Loomis. Oh, damn. You think that that would Jake be, Atlas talks like Oh, my gosh. That would be, that would be money. <laughs> That's like a bad dub. This is N X T. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Jay, shout out to Jay Atlas. And yo, and like, it's so funny. Like, did you catch that he didn't really draw anything on that piece of paper? 
Like it was like completely blank. And like when they showed it on the screen, it's like as if he I drew. Thought, I thought he was drawing on a tablet. Was it, oh, was it a tablet? Okay, maybe that was my, okay, that was my, maybe my dumb ass. I was like, yo, he, there's like nothing on that piece of paper. Yeah, basically all he had to do was a s switch the window and the, the drawing was already made, you know, it was just <laughs> already pre-made. That would be funny if he took a Sharpie on, onto the tablet. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> just use your finger. <laughs> Stop I'm it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I mean, did you see Austin Theories? He has a, is that a new finisher he has? With that oh, little, like, what does it call it? I don't know, but it was like a mixture of like a power bomb, pump handle slam, and like a flatliner all in like one move. And... <laughs> But he just said, this is the way, and then, then he just did it. So shout out to that new move. Because he, like he, he had a decent finisher, too, when he was before that. I don't know why he switched it. but I mean, this one's definitely a lot better. But Yeah, I, I think yeah, – I, I don't know how he's going to be doing it, like, on Damian Priest. But, like, I mean, yeah, it's still <laughs> – it's, it's still a pretty impressive – It's like yeah. only able to do this on Leon Ruff. And that's like, <laughs> Leon Ruff and Jake Atlas. And, <laughs> He sees Bronson Reed coming to the ring. He's like, ah, damn it. But yeah. I mean, listen. Freaking Drake Maverick. Freaking Drake Maverick. <laughs> yeah. And he's returning, too. He's returning. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I got to go back to my home. I got to go back to my home. Stay back killing me. Can I join the cruiserweight division? <laughs> Austin Theory is like asking uh, really Wiggler. I just want to do that move all the time. I want to be with the Bollywood boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, we also oh, uh, Swerve is coming. All right. Like, I can Swerve. Do that. Swerve. Oh, Swerve kind of, you know, tur turning his character around, too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I just, like I I just lost a Jake Atlas. <laughs> That's what makes you change your character when you lose a Jake Atlas. Oh, fuck. I gotta... <laughs> fuck the world. You start questioning your life, like your goals. Like, oh, man, what am I doing here? <laughs> am I getting literally buried? <laughs> that's like the theme that's like the theme of everything like Jake Atlas just changes people <clears throat> uh, Dexter Loomis <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's too good that's too good then we saw I mean Candace or Shotzi and Candace are picking up their storyline where they left off you know Tyler Russ you know Neville Light Neville Light kind yeah, of Neville. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like what Neville kind of shins what kind of <laughs> Tyler Rust. Uh, they just they just don't try anymore because you know how like da like Brian Danielson is Daniel Bryan whatever yeah. like his name in in uh, New Japan was Rust Taylor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like fuck it, let's switch it up, guys. Let's just change it up a little bit, a little bit. That's too great. Just, yeah, they're getting lazy. Or they just like oh no, he's gonna be star. Just, well, watch once he gets called up, he's gonna be called Rust. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. Like, they're gonna delete his name. They're gonna yep. delete his name all I think, apart. I think Vince will be like, no, keep the whole name. Russ just by itself. It's just <laughs> or they're gonna call him Tall Adrian Neville. <laughs> he was up against uh, Tommaso Ciampa. I kind of like his uh, uh, that little ring tire. He got got the helmet, got the little cape thingy on. I don't know. I feel like it's better than when he was wearing those like yoga camel leggings. <laughs> no, it's, it's better than that. Like, He's yeah, wearing like those yoga time. class camel leggings. You know, it's not threatening when you have, especially with that entrance music. And that pairs up well compared to the leggings he's got on. 
perform. Practicing his downward draw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are those Fabletics, man. Those Fabletics. <laughs> Can't believe you dropped Lululemon. <laughs> Good shot. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out. Not that I, I don't have a pair. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I got a men's section. Not that I know, but oh god. <laughs> so actually, I did. Uh, I did get something from Lululemon. Hope uh, Becky's not listening to the show. But I got her one thing for Christmas from there. A fucking tank top is sixty eight dollars. The fuck? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean they're 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 um their pants or whatever. They're like pretty. They're pretty up there in price too. A little workout shirt. Yeah. Man, she better like it. And this episode is sponsored by Lululemon. It's like <laughs> Little Caesars Lululemon, the two stark contrasts. I'm telling you, like, I mean, like, if you want to buy a whole outfit from them, it's like at least $200. Like, for me to spend $200. Yeah, just to work out in? I can work out in this white shirt that I'm wearing, like, my undershirt from work. I just go to the gym and, you know, it's, right. I got to wear this $200 get up. Well, I mean, see, like, it's like, it's all about, a, uh, it's all about, like, the label, how it, like, you know what I mean, it makes you feel like, oh, yeah, that person must be a, a, wealthy or some shit i think i'm wearing the lululemon for me if i'm gonna spend two hundred dollars for lululemon for char there better be a hole in the middle of the pants <laughs> i mean you could make it the hole <laughs> you can get scissors from lululemon for 40 bucks you might have to change the name to lulu cucumber <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's a Foot Locker next door. Fuck it. <laughs> foot Locker. Get your shoes at Foot Locker. Oh, God. Sorry. I got, I got us off track here. but So, real quick. So, isn't it kind of weird? So, is it, it's a match for Kyle. Maybe I haven't caught this, like, recently during uh, Undisputed Era's walkouts. But for a match for Kyle O'Reilly, for the for a shot at the NXT title, do they still have to do the Adam Cole baby chant? You know? <laughs> When you when you have to say Adam Cole, you cannot yeah. say not say baby. I know, but like the match is for Kyle O'Reilly. Like Adam Cole has nothing to do with this match. Kyle O'Reilly is the biggest match of his life, and they do like Adam Cole challenge. Like, I just feel like he probably feels like, oh damn, it's still about Adam Cole, not about me. Still, still about. <laughs> Sorry, that's my little rant though. <laughs> They would do the entire intro. Like DX would do the entire intro for everyone, you know? Yeah. Like for even for New Age Outlaws, even though it'd be a match, they would still do the let's get rid of this. And then they would do the oh, you didn't know. It would be like this whole thing. It'll be like a 15 minute just for their intro, you know? I know this is about 20 years too late, but don't you guys find it weird that, like, you know, you get a bunch of, like, grown-ass wrestlers in the middle of the ring in a microphone yelling, let's get ready to suck it! Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was over, but essentially we're, we're all saying together that we want to give head to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and you get that, and then before that, you get, like, you, you get a seizure from that entrance. Remember the old DX entrances when they keep, like, panning out with the... From like the live feed to the oh, video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Your yep. eyes are just like, yep. what is going on? <laughs> and then it's I have like, to suck it? What the hell? Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, grown-ass man saying, like, yeah, let's get ready to suck it. And then, like, the next segment, like, Al Snow comes out. And everyone's just cheering. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. That's I guess O'Reilly's going to have to come up with some kind of, like, like catchphrase for like people to forget it. I, what could it be like? 
O'Reilly? Oh, I don't know. O'Reilly. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Auto parts. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's what. Wow. You I don't know. Sponsorship money. <laughs> Whatever he does, it definitely it definitely has to be better than whatever Roderick Strong does for when he does his intro. How he just like is praying on the ground and then he just comes up. <laughs> oh, that's bad when you gotta come up with your pose from Muhammad Hassan or something. <laughs> I mean, he's like literally bowing like for like the three minutes, just waiting for that one pop that like where there's like no where there's like, where the beat drops, you know. I know it's like it's like as if he visited like a mosque one day, and he's like, "This is, this is gonna be a good idea to, for a for an opener." At least he has uh, a pose. shout out, shout out, shout out. At least he has a pose. Bobby Fish just stands there as if he's like a Street Fighter character being hit. <laughs> yeah, what does his hands fist up? That's it. Bobby, <laughs> it's like select your well, you character. Know, I mean, not, not to, Bobby not to keep on this. Uh, keep on this topic but kyle o'reilly does do the uh the air guitar before he comes before he answers so that's a little that's, that's a little true story. yeah but kyle o'reilly does that too he does it with the title especially yep that's true so bobby fish should just do something where like it looks like he's holding like a, a fishing line to do a reel you know what I mean? So it's talk about like, it's, it's, yeah, and then he just like, yeah, exactly. And he, and he pulls a fish in or something like that. Oh, God. Maybe I, he, should, he should reel him in and stick his middle finger up while he reels, you know? I like that. I like that. That's but either, like either that way, with, like with my bad jokes, so that's two strikes and one more I'm out. So I'm maybe sorry, guys. If, if O'Reilly's doing the guitar, then maybe like Bobby Fish could just do the air drums or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just have like a fake band out. <laughs> Oh my god. Project Strong will be the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Cole on vocals. Yeah. Adam Cole on the Bay Bays. Dude, that dude, that's that's how it is, man. That's how it is. Making the band on the Adam Cole and the Bay Bays. <laughs> that's basically what it is. That's right. What do you guys think? What else about Raw? I mean, I don't know, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, you know, main event. You know, obviously Pete Dunn. Yeah. Was the better how man. Many, how many women main events in a row already? This is like their, this is like the sixth, right? Fifth or yeah. sixth. And then Rhea got hurt too. Did you see her ear got all yeah. uh, Oof. I don't know, her earlobe got ripped ripped apart from some. Well, wasn't this the main event for May Young Classic? Or no? Or they or they had a match in May Young Classic. It was, the main ev- it was the main event of the UK title or something like UK title, UK title oh, tournament. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Something like yeah, that. I guess, I guess that was why that was the main event because there was some sort of buildup where they were like, "At first, I respected you. Now I don't." <laughs> like, that's it. Now you have. Well, they're like they're Australians' best right now. I mean, you know, shout out to Australia. They're Australians' best right now. You know. Just trying to show that Australian ladies have come far. I mean, they had the Iconics. Um, they got uh, Ray Ripley and Tony Storm. Let's just keep going down under. <laughs> Emma? 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 Oh, oh, shout out to Emma. Shout out to Emma. All right, so we... Uh... Oh, one one other thing from, from NXT I got to bring up is... the. All right, we've been making fun of these Xia Lee Boa, Boa thing. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. We've been making fun of it. 
for for so long. This is the one that I can't make fun of. I don't know why. You guys could go to town on it. I loved it. It looked so cool. I don't know what it was. It's like she's whooping the hell out of it. And it looked, they just, the production is just so cool. Oh, you were just turned on, that's all. I guess, but. <laughs> hey, don't deny it, because I, I, was, I was slightly turned on, too. <laughs> it had like a blood sport feel to it, too. Right? It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You just wanted to be cheery, like, kumate, kumate, kumate. <laughs> The one next step that they needed to go now is him hitting her back. <laughs> <laughs> that might be another kind of video, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you just see her, like, you just see her, like, moving back and forth, and then, like, the the, uh, the camera pans back, and you see Boa from behind, like, yeah, did you like that? Okay, anyway. And then you have, like, the Empress oh watching. God. You have, like, the Empress watching, and she's, like, <laughs> clenching her hands. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah, oh. again, again. Tiny Kendall. Again, oh. but slowly. That's like that's like some hentai type shit right there. <laughs> again, but very slowly, and caresses hair. <laughs> well, yeah. So where do you go from here now that now that she's beaten the living, living daylights out of him? Where where does it go? You know. Yeah, at this point, they should be dead. Like <laughs> how many weeks they've been doing that? Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Like it, when I first thought of this i was like this is cool right i was just like with you charlie i was like this is pretty cool like i see what they're going like they're they're um they're i guess at some point they're like training right now they're basically trying to just beat each other out to to like just train they're like if we could hurt each other and survive that means that we could just be pretty much like wreck everybody when we go back to nxt that's the kind of vibe i got but i also got the vibe that like i know we talked about street fighter last week but this is legitimately Street Fighter. Like when the dude has like no life and then she comes in for the last kick and then they show the dude's face at the end when it's all beat up, you know, like in Street Fighter. Yep. And then you have to press start. You have to press start to re- you know what I mean? The, <laughs> yeah. the, the countdown is like, you know, do you want to continue? You know, and then you're like, again, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again. Start. Start. <laughs> Well, building on what Jay said, that yeah, like, like maybe it it gets to that point where like, what's the next step? They gotta kill each other, right? So like, we're gonna, but then, Boa has to come back to life, right? So now we're gonna have the Boa Taker. <laughs> That's three. Get out of here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> come on, you guys don't see the Bo- the Boa Taker coming out, you know. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I'm whatever that they they're doing no wrong really with this this segment or this like storyline. So I'm just down with whatever. The they just have to go in the ring now, and like yeah, pretty much. put this yeah. all out on display. I just wonder, yeah, I just wonder how they're gonna introduce them, like reintroduce them. Like, will they? They're, they'll drag them out to the ring. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come out already, like no energy, like malnourished. All right, go out and fight. <laughs> they got their PS5s. That's why they're. Uh, they Wait, hold on. I got a question, guys. You don't think? Do you think they're gonna debut around the Chinese New Year? February. Wild. Because gonna, like, like, like there's only like probably like one or two segments left, and Chinese New Year is like what? It's February. February, yeah. right? Yeah. Guys, uh, uh, I don't know if that's a. 
think are they gonna get red emblems of money when they're gonna do this I don't know. I mean, in a, in a way, it kind of coincides to the Chinese New Year. I mean, like, you, you know, you're pretty much, like, are saying, like, yeah, let's get paid. That's pretty much, like, the theme of the Chinese New Year. What's so, like, I mean, like, this is their Chinese big push. This is their big push. Yeah. What's the uh, animal for next, this next Chinese New Year? I should know this. I don't even know. Oh. Vince, I don't think Vince knows even know when the Chinese New Year is anyway. So, he's probably, like, he's probably not even thinking about that. Oh, oh. Oh, orange ox. chicken. <laughs> ox. It's the ox. You're the ox. Okay. Mm. So they're getting beat like pieces of meat. I don't know what you want to say. <laughs> as long as I leave, getting bowls meat. Either way, I'm I'm down. They're beating the meat. <laughs> are there other Chinese? Are there are there any other Chinese wrestlers in like NXT or Raw or no? Are they? Is any of anyone left out? You know. Uh, the, I don't know. Like According said, what's that? Q is the only one I can oh yeah. According to uh to Vincent Man, uh Tozawa. Um <laughs> King Carter, Nakamura. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Chinese Funaki. Uh no, Japanese Gender Mahal. <laughs> I'm actually Canadian. I'm actually Canadian. <laughs> That Kalisto uh, guy, he's kind of close, right? <laughs> he's short. Whenever he squints his eyes, it's like, oh, yeah, he's Chinese. He's a <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, to answer your question, I don't think so. I, I think it's, it's like what Garn said. I think it's just Karen Q. That's it. Yeah. I think that's, like why they were, that's why I think they were, like, really a big deal because I think they were, like, among the first, I think that WWE has signed at like a hundred percent Chinese. Um, they signed. They they like brought in like like ten from their Chinese tryout last time. No, did they ten? I think they had like ten or something like that. And now they have like it's only two. Yeah, <laughs> two. But yeah. Yeah. Shout out to those Chinese tryout call ops. <laughs> You're the ox. You're the ox. You're the ox. I don't know on the AEW because I was like, I'm always always hyped about the first match on AEW, man. Okay. But this one was just like, come on, man. Okay. Let me, silver. Okay. Oh, let me let me let me let me ask you guys something about Sting. Is it me, or Sting was like the old guy from Alone? He would just <laughs> come out like, threatening someone and then just leave. I mean, I can see, I can see, uh, I can see the resemblance. You know, doesn't have a shovel, but Team Taz is the Wet Bandits kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> You're onto something. Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci. I just think it's funny that like, there's five guys on Team Taz about to ambush like Rhodes by himself. Then like a 60 year old man comes out and face paint. They're all of a sudden they're like, like oh, I said, old man, man from Home Alone. For real, it's like instead of a bat is a shovel. It's like, dude, man, you're gonna scare about this old man. Especially when Taz is talking like, oh, he's like the baddest and all that shit, and all of a sudden, like a dude in like a in like a, a, a Christmas trench coat comes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit, God, guys, get it. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Thing is, like, like who 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 is scared? Of somebody like that, when you got Brian Cage, yeah, next Brian to you, Cage. You know? <laughs> and Will Hobbs, 
know what I'm saying? All right, let's pick another day. Let's pick another day. He might have a gun. He might have a gun in that trench coat. He might have a gun. <laughs> you know that I swear, like Sting is like one bucket of like birdseed away of becoming the old woman for Home Alone too. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> run! <laughs> he just needs two turtle doves. He needs two turtle doves. <laughs> kind of like in the new talent that they got coming up. You know, you got this acclaim. After beating oh. SCU, they did they did, did drop like a freestyle after they beat SCU like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got uh you got Kid in Play out there with the top light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey man, they're growing their growing their roster. That's what they needed to do. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a little bit of it. You know what I mean? It, um I enjoyed like the kid in play and all that shit. And like they they definitely like were a fun thing. And it's cool because like when they were doing that, uh, like two three Restock? months of like tag team. No, no, not the phrase. Oh. They were doing that two three months of like tag teams. Like this is what I was waiting for. Like the cooler tag teams to come out. You know what I mean? Like I, I know some people don't like hybrid too, but I enjoyed them. You know. Um. Uh. But yeah, I I, I thought it. The freestyle though, uh, they 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 definitely need to work on that. But like, yeah, shout out to them. It's just funny that they were like exhausted after winning a match, and the guy's like, "Oh shit, I forgot the freestyle." Yeah. Oh, he was like panting while he's doing his like, "Young bucks, I'll take the crown." <laughs> Put some trouble in it. Put some trouble. <laughs> Play my music. Play my music. But yeah. Well, no, anything else from AE Dubs? You know. Well, okay, the the championship match I'm really looking forward to. Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. mm. As far as anything else, though, I mean, like, it's... Kenny Omega's like, all over the place today. He's like, all over the place. Like, he had he had AAA, and then he had Impact. Impact. And then he announced his match with Impact, so... Mm-hmm. You also got to return to Pac. Yeah. Pac came out. First off, is it me or like the camera didn't really see where he was? Like they had to wait for like the group of guys to like clear out, you know? And then they're like, "Oh shit, there he is!" Just a guy sweating, you know? Like, oh. I was uh, I was actually also hoping during AEW because you know they heard you heard about the Jim Ross comments and sort of like alluding the final blow. But I was hoping to see one of those high spots where they all gather and then Jim Ross say under his breath and during the mic like, "All oh, this shit again" or something. <laughs> <laughs> So I see a DDT. So I see a DDT. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to hear any uh, Jim Ross. You know, Jim Ross is, you know, keep it quiet, you know, after uh, his controversial comments, but we'll get to that later. Okay, okay, okay. But, yeah. I mean, but, uh, every, everything else in AEW was pretty standard. It was pretty decent. Uh, uh, I mean, Cody and Brandy uh, expecting a oh, yeah. baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Is it me or does? Oh, we just lost you, Justin. Uh, can, you, can you repeat that? Uh, we just completely lost. Yeah. Hey, Justin, can you repeat that? We, we just lost you. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, does is it is it me or does it feel like a work to anybody about this baby? A work? <laughs> That's just like AEW always has to try to compete with WWE. So like. Oh, Becky and uh, Seth just uh, delivered. Uh, we're gonna say we're pregnant, just to keep the ratings up. Just to keep the ratings. <laughs> they, they already had John Moxley, technically. <laughs> it's like Abaddon yeah, get yeah. pregnant. Abaddon get pregnant. 
Evil Uno. You want Evil Uno? Just. Uh, I mean, like, just so whatever this match with uh, that girl, Jade, is going to happen, and then Brandy takes a hard bump, and they're like, oh, we lost the baby. Oh, fuck. It's my... Ooh, was my. it my fault? <laughs> That'd be quite the storyline. Oh, God. They should just be like, they should just go full on and be like, whose baby is it? Turns out to be like John Silver's or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turns out to be Sunny Kiss. And- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I decided to take a different road. <laughs> God damn it, Taz, I trusted you. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, AEW was, uh, uh, you know, wasn't too bad. Alan. Selling. Oh, I'll swallow. Right. I'll swallow. Shout out it's to me. Right. I'll swallow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our little preview of TLC. And uh, let me name. I'm gonna name off all the matches here, and then I guess we'll just go to say which ones uh, we're looking forward to the most. So starting off with New Day versus the Hurt Business. You know. Uh, Is that for the tag? Yep. Okay. So you got the. Uh, Vintage clothing tag versus uh, J.C. Penny, <laughs> and then you got the women's tag with Nia Jax and Shayna versus Asuka, and to be announced partner is not Lana. No, Lana got uh, no, that was a lot. Injured, right? Injured, quote unquote injured. So who, who do you think is coming out then? Will there be a surprise? <laughs> I mean, Raw's ratings are low. You can bring back uh, no. Kyrie, Kyrie Austin, Sun. Austin Theory, this could be an Eva Marie. Oh, gosh. What? Eva Marie? Already? Already? It could be just as bad. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing that she was doing. I, I'm going to vote Naomi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has, she been, has she been out for a bit? Or? She was yeah. out, but I know she was drafted. Wasn't she drafted to Raw? It doesn't matter, to be honest. Yeah, I know. They're both in Orlando, so it doesn't really matter. They're both in Orlando. It's all in Orlando. Tampa Bay, whatever. Right. So it doesn't matter. I will say Eva Marie. I'm going to stick with Kyrie Sane, even though I don't know what's going on. Maybe she's pregnant already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your random wild guess? You have a guess? Oh, God. I don't know. I was going to say, like, Natalia, because she seems to be, like, everyone's secret partner. I don't know. Oh, God. Please She's on SmackDown, so I don't know. John Silver. Billy John Silver. Billy K. John Silver. <laughs> a non-pregnant Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> She's turned heel. She's joined WWE. Yeah, I'm curious to find out who. I mean, Asuka's, you know, willing to work with anyone if he's willing to work with uh, Lana. So it could be anyone. could be anyone. It could be Nicholas. could be a uh, summer uh, summer. <laughs> um... SmackDown Women's Championship with Sasha and Carmella. Yeah. You got the Firefly yeah. Inferno with The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Uh, Universal Championship match. TLC match with Roman versus Kevin Owens. Another TLC match for the WWE Championship, Drew versus AJ. So, you want to go first? I know what you want to look, look forward to the most. I'll go first. Uh, none of them. All right, you guys can go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Owens versus Reigns. That TLC match, like Reigns, to me has been like just whether it's like as good or not as good. Reigns has always been kind of been uh, uh, must see TV for me. 
just because like all these storylines with like Jey Uso. So I, I kind of want to see where they go with this match. And like you know, Kevin Owens is good with these kind of like plunder type matches. So I'm 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 excited for that one. And I'm actually kind of excited. I know I might be in a minority here, but uh, Carmella versus Banks because the first match was actually decent. It was actually wasn't too bad on on SmackDown. Yeah. And like, yeah. and I think Carmella has been shining big time. Like you know, she shows that she can she can like promote a match so like i'm semi into and the same thing you know she she smashed a bottle over banks back so it's like you want to see if banks get to uh can get can get back at her so i'm cool uh, those are the only two matches i'm really into right now yeah i agree too i mean the reigns kevin owens i mean owens always delivers like you said um you know and roman uh, roman is just on a different level right now with his heel work um banks and carmella I, i'm kind of curious to see what they do with uh with carmella because like i mean even though, like, she's pretty high with this whole, like, uh, new gimmick and this newfound, um, uh, uh, you know, type of uh, persona. But it's like, is she still going to be looked at, like, as a threat? Because she's going to lose in this match, you know what I mean? So is she still going to be – is she still going to have a good push after this? You know what I mean? Like, maybe will this continue into uh, Royal Rumble where they have another match? I don't know, but we'll see. Those are pretty much the only two I'm really looking forward to. And I'm kind of curious to, like, with the whole Inferno match. Because, man, dude, if they're going to have the Inferno match, Bray Wyatt is going to be, like, sweating like hell with that damn mask on. Yeah. Is that not going to be a – is that a – it's not a cinematic match? I'm calling – I think it's going to be a cinematic match. Cinematic? Oh. I'm guessing. It has to. They just if they're going to do a Firefly Funhouse, it's probably cinematic. Uh, I, I think that, like – just as long as Rain Orton goes nowhere near that fire, because all that oil on him, you like, <laughs> he'll, he'll become the Human Torch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, it's nice, nice. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Um, the only match I am looking forward to is probably Roman and Kevin, but I will I would make an exception with Drew and AJ if mm. o- almost actually throws a punch. <laughs> Right. If he if he if he does interfere in some way other than just staying there and look intimidating. Right. Other than that, um, I'm looking forward to NXT on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, it's unanimous. I think Roman versus Kevin would be the one looking forward to the most. I feel like like you guys all said for Kevin. This is like this type of match is like right up his alley. And yeah, I'm curious to see that. I like the the Firefly Inferno match because because I want to see where like Alexa Bliss will will play out in this too. You know, yeah. You no, know, she's like kind of like uh, you know, bronze or or not braze like you know, sex slave or something. That's how he's trying to portray her as or something. I don't know what she's. But um, yeah. it'll be it'll be a moment of piss. <laughs> And Charlie's back. <laughs> yeah. I'm now down to negative two, guys. <laughs> and then she's like, Bray Bray's like, oh, I love what she gives me that twisted bliss on, you know, with those hands. So, if you know what I mean. so the match is called a fire fly down. Fly down? <laughs> He's like, uh, I know a lot about giving a sparkle splash. You know. <laughs> All right. Just ask my two wives. Just ask my two wives. <laughs> two I mean, they're all kind of the same. It's all the kind of the same dick, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Let me in. Okay, anyway, so. So basically, uh, we're just fun. hoping this Firefly match is like a porno, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's our preview of TLC. Any other, uh, thoughts on this, the wrestling hats, or should we move on to some, uh, current events? Final blow. Let's go. All right. Well, I know you guys, this is kind of one of the, one of the bigger topics, but Keith Lee being sent to the performance center and it's, uh, sparking some, you know, different opinions from both sides. Seeing what you think about Keith Lee, uh, Vince sending him down to the perform to the perform performance center. I've read. Uh, it, I've read it was, ahead, it's ahead. not just Keith Lee; it's all the big guys, the new big guys that invited. So they call it fine tuning. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I, I must say, Keith Lee does might need some fine tuning. Did you see him try to attempt that Ryu spinning spinning kick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got like he got like a he kicked them in like one in the, like what nuts or something. <laughs> he, 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 did a, he was doing half circle. It was a half circle AB punch, AB kick. Yeah, this is why Balrog never had kicking moves. It was always a punching attack. Was... But he had a spinning Lorette. Yeah, he was doing a spinning kick. Roundhouse like Ryu. <laughs> He was really trying. <laughs> I, I feel like, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of cool with it. And it might, I guess, to others, it might be like a slap in the face for someone. But I feel like, you know, we're hearing rumors of him having like a prominent role in WrestleMania. And maybe Vince just wants to see the best version of him as they're leading up to it. I mean, I'm going to think of it as a positive for him. And plus, I don't know, I feel like his stint in NXT wasn't even that long anyway. So maybe he isn't ready. I mean, I don't even think his role right now, I mean, he's kind of has like a weird role in when he got called up. He's kind of just like in these like filler matches or something. I don't know. He hasn't had like a prominent spot, I feel like, but they're giving him a big spot. And I feel like just give him those extra reps. So like, they'll kind of like the Ronda Rousey treatment, you know, giving her the extra reps to uh, just have the best version of himself when the big lights come up. Yeah, just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. I mean, like he's still gonna be a big part in like WWE's plans. I mean, they wouldn't be calling him up this early if they didn't think so. Um, and just just like you know, you know, people have to realize too, like just getting called back down there doesn't mean that anything or his job is on the line. Like, remember Rocky Johnson got called down when he was Rocky Maivia to retool and get repackaged as The Rock. You know, it happened to Mark Henry when he came in as the Olympian. Then he came back and they put him with Nation. Like, it's, if you look back in WWE history, it's happened many times, you know. So, um, I think if you just pay attention to, to WWE, like, you know that, like, Keith Lee's in good hands. So, I think people just need to just chill. Chill. Yeah, like, plus, plus us, us as uh, fans, you know, we don't see, like, you know, we don't know. We, we see what we see, but we don't have a trained eye. Maybe, like, some of these big guys are, like, hurting some of the smaller guys, and we don't know that. You know, like, we, we don't see the backstage mm -hmm. stuff. And that, maybe that's what could be – and, like, Vince is seeing a pattern, like, oh, these small guys are getting wrecked. 
you know, like, you don't want to hurt my Miz. You want to hurt my Morrison. So chill the, chill the hell out, guys. You know, like, slow down your moves. You guys are big as hell. You know, like, that's, that's the only thing I'm saying. Like, I'm going to give Dodie the back, the benefit of the doubt that, hey, they might, something might be going on that we don't see or we don't necessarily know. And then, yeah, it, it, it can't hurt them because, like, the, the former center, everything's in Orlando anyway. Let them, let them, like, train a little bit, get better. Like Jay said, bring the best of yourself. Boom. There you go. Maybe, nice. maybe they're seeing what we see with the promos, you know, when he's talking all weird. So they're like, right, get your ass in the performance center. All right, sorry. Uh, it was revealed that Darren Young, or Fred Roser, has been rejected by AEW twice. And then now he wants to join New Japan. I don't know if this is worth final blow. This is, part of the, this is worth a final blow topic, but Darren Young. It's he, it worth a final blow for him. Oh, <laughs> he might have some history with Sunny Kiss, so you know they might want to like keep stay away. You know, like mess with my man. <laughs> so does everybody here want Darren Young here? Yes, yes, yes. You got one guy. Go, no. <laughs> I mean, Joey Janela needs a new partner. I mean, tell you Sunny Kiss. Now it could be with Darren Young. You know? <laughs> Motherfucker cheated on me. Motherfucker cheated on me. But yeah, well, I don't, so, I don't, but, uh, I, go ahead. I'm bad. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. What I was just gonna say. Well, is like, okay, for me. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay, here we go, go. All right. The only the only thing I gotta say about that is like you know they AEW seems like they will take like previous WWE guys, but these guys their names has to be still have to be hot like Miro. You know, like, they'll take guys that, like, you know, mm-hmm. you just recently been in, like, even, like, someone like, like Zack Ryder. But then when you're someone like, like, uh, Darren Young, who hasn't been around for a while, and didn't really do that much when you're in duty, they're going to be like, all right, we're going to focus on bringing up our new guys, and then, like, try not to bring in these, these, these ex-WWE dudes. Yep. I, that's what, I don't know. That's just 100%. Something. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. Oh. It's funny, because, like, we both interrupted each other for the same thing. But, like... And that's exactly what I feel because, like, it's actually kind of nice that AEW didn't sign him. And I'm not trying to say, like, yeah, don't let him in. But it's like you don't want to keep having this trend of just having ex-WWE guys in AEW. Because at the end of the day, like, those people, that those wrestlers that came from the indie scene who were, like, struggling to get anywhere, now they got this big platform at AEW. And then even though they're being utilized in AEW, they still feel like they're in the same position that they were in the indie scene, like not getting the same spotlight treatment because there's bigger names that they keep signing, you know, like, like that's someone's spot that could be taken away if they sign somebody like Darian Young or whatever. So yeah, I, I, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to have a lot of other opportunities, but like, I want to see other people come up in AEW like Scorpio Sky you know what I mean like I want more time with Joey Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss like I want to see those guys you know like you know um, Luchasaurus and all them like they deserve to have the spotlight like like and it seems like ever since they got these signings like the Eddie Kingston's the Taz the Sting the Brian Cage like all those guys that they were pushing in the beginning when AEW started like they're just in the background now yeah, I agree. To add on to uh, Jay's report, like I, I read that report too, and uh, supposedly they asked him, like, "So, what do you feel about a Canadian destroyer?" And then uh, he went, "What?" And then they just decided not to not to take him. Okay, uh, I, I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me at all. No, I can't hear you. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing, dude. 
<laughs> you just literally figured it out. Figured out like Terry uh, Young in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're already on strike three. We have to. Uh, you guys we have to mute you on our cell on our own. Well, who was Darian Young with again? Um, Time players, right? At uh, Hall of Famer. Oh, uh, Bob Backlund? Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. Oh, see, he couldn't even help him, man. He couldn't even help him. You know? I did like the finisher he had that basically uh, the other black guy's doing. Uh, oh, was, like the backcracker? Like, back, he, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lumbar yeah. check that uh, Cedric Alexander does. He kind of, it's kind of the same thing, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Charlie, you good? Hello. No, I know, you're, you're good. I can, I can hear you a little bit. A little bit. Just All right. So, what do you guys think about Jim Ross's comments? I, I mean, I can put up. He has a, it was a whole spiel, so I'll say a little bit of it. But it'll be like yeah, on, yeah. on the acrobatic spots, he would just say, "Oh, they go, holy shit, this is awesome. It's a spot, folks. It's a tra trapeze act. Come on, I don't buy into that." And then the the DDT is a great finish. It should be used as such unless you're not as proficient as Jake the Snake was and you can't execute it. I mean, wow. <clears throat> I kind of, there's like two sides to it because like, it is like kind of stupid seeing the whole like everyone huddling around like knowing it's going to happen, but I don't know, man. It's it's, it's a different era, you know? We're, yes. yes. I, I expected that quote more from Jim Cornette. Yep. Okay. Than Go ahead, Lauren. JR. Go ahead. Take it sure. Away. You know, I thought JR would be a little bit understanding about the fact that, you know, talent will take whatever, like any all, any old school wrestler and use, use it in their repertoire. Because coming up with new moves that are very impactful and, and just using, using the whole frequency of like old finishers, it's been, it's kind of been it's kind of been in that trend where the old finishers that used to be like devastating back in the day are starting to be, uh, I don't know, kind of watered down in a weird way. Like not impactful. It's not, not impactful, impactful mm -hmm. anything. But I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm just shocked that Jr. said that, especially when he had, he's working in a new and young mm -hmm. company. Mm -hmm. With new and young talent, mm -hmm. he clearly doesn't have a like a good pulse on indie wrestling. He's been, you know, major WWE, WCW watching for forty some years. Yeah, he doesn't have like the mind like um, who's in my like like Joe Briscoe probably. You know, that guy he could spot talent anywhere. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, a rest, like a collegiate wrestler or, you know, a high flyer. He'll he recognizes talents. Mm -hmm. I just know damn well that, uh, I mean, if Jim Ross is talking about like wrestling back then, like I know damn well that I wouldn't watch wrestling back then because of the, because of the moves. I watch it because of the promos. Because the promos are awesome back then, but. Just to see a DDT finisher get your ass over a, you know, <laughs> press or like a red arrow or just shit like that. Like, or even, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind those acrobatic spots too. Just, I think he, I think JR is more into, would be more into the high flying spot if it was like 
purposeful, I might find something. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But then it's kind of ironic because he works with the young bucks who do, who fuck any tradition at all. Exactly. Yup, exactly. And he'll like gush all over them too. Like, oh, they're the greatest, but then they do all this shit that I hate. Uh, so which one is it? Yeah. Like the person, the perfect blend for like old school and new school to me, in my opinion, is JBL. Like when he was on SmackDown, like he still gave, he still, he would do like a remix type of commentary where he would like, yo, that was an awesome clothesline, just like how Stan Hansen used to do it. So it's like, it's still like, he's still giving props to the originator, but still giving props to like the innovator. You know what I mean? And like, to me, like, I thought that's how Jim Ross is going to come off, especially since he's so credible and like, like being in a lot of different wrestling scenes. I mean, he commentated in New Japan, you know what I'm saying? He commented at WWE. Like, you wouldn't think, like, what you're saying, he would have been more seasonal. But uh, maybe he's, uh, you know, dipping into his own barbecue way too much. I don't know. He's been sniffing that barbecue way too There you now. go. There you go. I don't know, like... Injecting it in things. But then, yeah, then we'll just go back to one of the... One, of the, one AEW, Anahu and Anonymous responded saying, you know... The bar... There's a lot that Jared can teach us, but bearing us on the show or on his podcast is only going to make some of us ignore what he says. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely not the right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's in the wrong space to do it. He works. He's working for a company who like does this a lot. And you know, I don't know who this anonymous wrestler is, Sunny Kiss, but that person is right because <laughs> you're basically burying them. <laughs> he told me that I do too much spotty shit. I don't know about his old ass cowboy looking ass, lonesome dove looking ass. You know what, Jr? You're just a heifer. <laughs> <laughs> they get on that voice, that voice sounding like uh, who was that? That Family Guy, that old guy that likes Chris, some Family Guy. Oh, clearly. But... <laughs> oh, the, the old, old guy. <laughs> well, hello there, young fella. Fat ass, fat <laughs> All right, Charlie, we got you or you? Uh, I don't know. Can you guys hear me again? Oh, man. Nope. They got nothing. Nothing yet. Nothing. Uh, Garn, I, I, that's all I have for topics. Garn, do you have any? I had, I had two. So um, there has been talks about NXT India. Oh. I oh, saw Mansoor the champion, Mansoor? It could be. <laughs> They've had him locked up and it won't let me out. But like, I don't know where he's been, but they gave him the big spot at, uh, was it Crown? He's stuck in the Punjabi prison. There you go. He's stuck in the Punjabi prison. <laughs> he's in the Punjabi prison match. Still in there. But yeah, there's been talks about NXT India as well as Originally, the uh, original thought was NXT Japan only, but since they couldn't get rights to NOAA, uh-huh. uh, they're talk- they're expanding it more towards Asia, but particularly yep. Japan, China, and Singapore. Yep. So uh, we're going to see some Akira Tozawa ninjas in NXT Japan. <laughs> Maybe. And, and, and if you go back to our archives... When we had Crystal on our show, she mentioned that they did have a thing in Asia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a little teaser 
that she probably gave us a little bit back. Yeah, she gave us some insight. She gave us some insight in that. So she, did she give him a India, teaser? Yeah, <laughs> I think I hear you, Charlie. Yeah, we can hear you good now, homie. All right, cool, cool. But yeah, so she gave some insight in that. So she gave some insight but in that. NXT India, that's going to be interesting. So, uh, it is. It is. Listen, I, sign me up, man. I want something, you know, biryani, you know what I'm saying? Some tikka masala, you know? So will we see Crystal on NXT India or? Uh, maybe we'll NXT Asia. NXT Asia, probably. I mean, it can't, it can't just be all Indians. I'm sure, you know, it could be uh, other people coming over. I would... British that's true, that's people true, taking over India. Is that what you <laughs> are you are you insinuating yeah. NXT UK coming into NXT India to take over? Just, just like, like history you know, just like... repeats itself in wrestling form. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, 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 hold on, wait. Maybe War Games? War Games? <laughs> no, real... no, no, this is this is this is truly <laughs> World War Three. This is gonna be World War Three. NXT Ooh. US with NXT India. NXT UK. It's <laughs> recreated right now. It's we're basically it's ba- NXT is basically a risk board. <laughs> yeah, they're just rolling dice. <laughs> and I don't know if uh, impact is just that one little army on, on one on one part of the map. That's it. Sorry, what are you saying? Oh no, I was about to say like I don't know if uh, NXT India will have enough people. Like maybe they might have to bring in some ringers like R Truth or something. <laughs> who look just dark enough to be just dark enough to be on the NXT oh. India roster? <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen the Robert Bro- Robert Stone brand in a while, so maybe Aaliyah might have to. Uh, oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. go. NXT Women's Champion in India. Should <laughs> be undefeated. Succeed. You dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> try again. Just don't rock the boat when you're stripping over. <laughs> I mean, you never know. The Robert Store brand is one in a million. <laughs> is he coming back? There was actually bringing up a rumor. They, there was a rumor with Robert Stone. Like, when he comes back, he's going to come back with a new client. An old, uh, bringing back a former wrestler, Molina. Ooh. Okay. What? For real? Ooh. Okay. I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. But Robert, just to make it clear, Robert Stone and Aaliyah, they're not just going back, but they're going back, back, <laughs> forth, and forth. <laughs> what, was your other, what was your other topic, Garn? You, have a, you said you had a second one? Uh, the second one I had... Oh, shoot. I, I, I lost my tab here. <laughs> do you have anything since... Oh, no. The, the, one, the main not one I had was already brought up earlier in the episode where where uh, Raw was at 1.5 million, the worst rating that they've had. So I was, I was, uh, we already brought that up. I don't think I really have anything else other than, uh, I was going to say, like, you know, like, how, go back to that whole, like, do you guys have any ideas on how to get Raw to be more of a watchable show? But I, we covered that, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so screw it. Go, go ahead, Garn. We have too many good ideas, though, besides yeah. two-hour show. Uh-huh. We'll be adding the Raw Underground Dancers back. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Triple H takes over instead of Vince. <laughs> well, there you go. That's, that's, a, that's a true one. I don't know. What's what's hot right now? What's the p- best show? It's like maybe we'll have them uh, play chess against each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have them collab with, like, you know, America's Got Talent, you know? 
Maybe they'll do like a uh, unmasked singer, unmasked singer. There you go. Unmasked promos. Who would be the best singer? That who would be a uh, who would be who would take who would take part of that? Tozawa. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Me yeah, me yeah, me yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't know how to. T- she doesn't know how to use the masks, though. So maybe she needs yeah, to. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess which one? This one. Are right, y'all? <laughs> it's Bo Dallas because he needs something to do. Hey. <laughs> well, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got the producer uh, telling us to. Uh, who you think is that? Producer. Like the it's like the Oscars, man. It's like, all right, come on, come on. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Hey, this is 2020. There are no Oscars, so <laughs> anything goes. But, but yeah, um, Garn, again, thank you. Shout out for this uh, sweaty session. We uh, little sprinkled it a little bit, seasoned it a little bit. Uh, we basically, uh, your idea was uh, what NBA players um, would make for uh, good wrestlers um and the 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 spin on it is that you know you choose the nba player or whatever give the wrestling name wrestling finisher um who wants to go uh, i'll go first all right um i will start with a tag team i got a team with rudy gobert and nicholas batum they'll be my new la resistance 2.0 <laughs> And uh, man, Nicholas Batum, I don't know if anyone even heard of him anymore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Can you name anyone from La Resistance? <laughs> exactly. And then I have a finisher for them, which would be like a um, kind of like a carrying, like a, like a kind of like um, oh, yeah, that finisher. It's basically it's, a, it's like a you, it's a two man DDT, I guess. You know, when you put the guy out over your shoulder and then the other guy will just drop you in the DDT. I'll call it the French dip. <laughs> <laughs> French dip. Nice. Here we nice. go. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go. I mean, I, I have Shaq. <laughs> I got Shaq. And I don't know what he's going to do. I just, I just know what finisher he has, all right? Okay. So he's gonna be wearing them, uh, wearing them trunks, and he has a move called a third leg drop. <laughs> he's just gonna. The thing is, he's gonna do a, instead of laying on his ass, he's gonna land on his knees. So that third leg is gonna slap on that person's <laughs> neck and snap it in half. That third you leg. Call it, you should call it the free throws because he has two balls to work with. <laughs> oh. no, it's not a. <laughs> I should no. technical this is not a tea bag. It's not a tea bag. This is the third <laughs> leg. The third leg's dropping on the neck. You know? So I'm gonna go with Shaq. Uh, I'm thinking about Kawhi too. Kawhi, uh, you know, you got the eye rake. He probably has the meanest eye rake with his big ass hands. That could actually turn into that could be his own finisher instead of instead of it being kind of like a reversal type move, like quick quick attack. This will be a finisher. His big ass talons. Could be the uh, could be his finisher. So I rank for Kawhi. Who else is up? Oh, okay. For me, I'll go. 
Okay, so I got one player, and I'm gonna choose Draymond Green. Oh. Okay, it's me. Oh, okay. oh, was that yours? Was that yours? You're good. You're, yours? good. You're good. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It might be a different move. It might be a different move. It might be a different name because mine is just gonna be, you know, you know, Draymond Mean Mean Green. Draymond Green. That would be his name, <laughs> and his finisher would just be like the sweet Draymond music, which would be basically just a kick in the balls. <laughs> but he'll like get ready like HBK, stomp in the corner, stomp in the corner, and all of a sudden just kick the guy in the dick because that's what he did to Kevin Durant. <laughs> Steven Adams. Steve, and then he'll just call out all the uh, NBA champions and say that I mean all the WWE champions just say they're overrated and shit like that, and just to get them riled up and all that shit. Um, and then I have another tag. I have a tag team. They're like my version, my version of the uh, Varsity Club, just because like you know. They're just old. Um, so it's kind of like they're not NBA players, so I kind of took a step outside, and I, I chose coaches. So I chose this tag team consists of Bobby Knight and Jeff Van Gundy, right? And they're pretty much – they would be more in the hardcore matches just because Bobby Knight likes to use chairs, right? <laughs> and Jeff Van Gundy, his specialty move would be the ankle lock because that's how he held on to uh, Alonzo Mornings up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that. So yeah, those are those are my those are my uh my choices right there. That's interesting too with the uh, Draymond Green because uh he's really like uh it's funny because he you remember he was like averaging a triple double and stuff close uh, with uh Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Yeah, those yeah. good guys, but then once those guys are gone, look at his uh his numbers when those guys are gone. Like Charles Barkley made a joke, a triple single. <laughs> it makes me think he's kind of like uh, maybe like X Pop. You know, he was like the man on, not the man, but he was like popular on DX. Yeah, popular on DX, yeah, but yeah. at this bandit, he's like, put him up. What do I do? He's not are good. You, are you saying I'm that gonna Draymond's going to be. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that Draymond's going to be fucking with China later? <laughs> got around in China. Excuse me. I, oh, that joke. Draymond, you, you got it right. That's fine. It's fine. He's also gonna rip his anus, rip his anus as well. From, uh, rip his box. anus, and then he's gonna be taking shit in people's to-go boxes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, special delivery. Just don't mention Hong Kong. Don't mention Hong Kong. <laughs> so great minds think alike, Justin. Uh, I also had Draymond Green. Like nice. Draymond Green would be a great wrestler. I mean, come on, that all that shit talking. And then he mm. didn't have a, have a catchphrase. You know how R Daniel Bryan had yes? Like, uh, D Draymond Green, remember that video when he was drunk? He's like, yup, yup. You know, you guys know that video? Or? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. The TMZ, the TMZ video. Yeah. Yep, yep. So anyway, like, he, uh, I, his finisher, like, just like you were saying, saying, like, he would, you know, you know how uh, one of uh, Roderick Strong's finishers is, a, is a, the sick kick, right? So of course Draymond Green's gonna have the dick kick, <laughs> and also his. <laughs> so true. And he's also got probably gonna have another finisher, probably be like a slam. But I'm gonna, I would call it the Shrek and Ralph. The Shrek. <laughs> so so that's my Draymond Green. Uh, uh, the, another guy that you guys already um, I'll just mine are just quick hitters. Like I don't really have any people, but uh, I've got a uh, Javale McGee actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Javel okay. McGree would be a wrestler. I would have him in my uh, 205 live division because I know he's seven foot, but there's no way he's more than 200. 
And, it, and JaVale McGee, like, since he was known for, like, doing, like, you know, like, dopey stuff, his finisher would just be, like, him hitting his tag team partner. And, and I'm going to call it the Undisputed Error. <laughs> error. Yep. Um, I can appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> and then, um, I know you guys mentioned Charles Barkley, right? Yeah, so I think Charles Barkley would make a great wrestler. So uh, uh, I would change his name to um, Barkley Charles. Sort of like the Daniel Bryan thing, just, just switch yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, switch it up. And then, mm-hmm. and then uh, actually his, his move would be called the bankruptcy statement. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, do you guys have any more? I have a couple. I have a couple. Right, go for it. Charles Barkley actually did something similar, like similar to what a WWE wrestler did. He he, he threw someone through a window at a bar, <laughs> yeah. uh, like uh, Shawn yeah, Michaels. Body slammed them through a bar window. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> did he throw Kevin Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Tom Anyways, I, I have a few. Um, I got. I have one for. I only picked this guy because he kind of looks like a wrestler, Steve Adams. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, for, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. he definitely looks like a wrestler. But the thing is, he has a name as like a, a scrub. <laughs> That's true. Steve Adams. So I don't, I don't think it, his, his, he's going to have like, he's going to look like, a, he's going to have like the most plainest moves just because he has the plainest name. <laughs> so he'll just have like a little like. Oh, the boy with some Russian leg sweep. That'd be like a... <laughs> he's gonna team up with uh, he's gonna team up with Dakota Kai to connect that New Zealand thing. So I, 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 I guess he could do something with that. There you go. There you go. Rugby toss. I, I don't know. I got I got uh, Joaquin Noah. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's gonna have like a he's gonna have like a when he does his uh he's gonna do his like finisher, whatever it is going to be, he's going to do like a, a, a large screen, like uh, as, he, as he just passed up uh, Paul Pierce and dunked, kind of do a scream. Um, That's like his best move is screaming. Yeah, his best move is screaming and uh, clapping and cheering on. So yeah, he might be a good manager, just a very, very tall manager. And then um, I have one, my final one is Derek Rose. Um, okay. Derek Rose, I'm gonna give him a finisher of a clothesline. Just a oh. clothesline. If you wanna call it short, you call it ACL. But it's oh. kinda of weak. Oh <laughs> it's kinda of weak wow. ACL. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna to go to a, another bowl. Uh I go with Dennis Rodman. I don't have like a, a name of a finisher, but I just know that if he, if, you know, especially with that nose ring, maybe if he changed that nose ring to a, like a diamond stud in there, you can give a mean headbutt. Uh, maybe also, if he, he's got, a, he's known for having a nice little short kick as well, you know, like he did to the cameraman. So that could be, that could be like a signature move, like a little short kick. The short kick is going to be called like a virgin, right? <laughs> sure. oh. Short kick to the to the WWE cameraman since you know. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. For the very first time. Um, I know I got one. I know me and Jay were kind of like going back and forth on on this uh, a little bit, but we said Latrell Sprewell. 
because he he choked. Oh, choke he slam. Him also, choke slam. I was gonna say Latrell's pretty well too. Uh, also, also PJ Brown because he did like a flapjack on Chris Childs. Flapjack. <laughs> I'm also thinking we also we also thought Larry Bird. Larry Bird could do <laughs> like an axe kick. He's always you know, doing a fadeaway and maybe trying to draw a foul, like kicking that leg up. So he might be able to axe kick. So. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I, got, I just thought of one because he said that, Jay. Uh, Carl Malone, because remember how he would kick? He would have his knee up, so it'd be like a V-trigger. It'd be like a V-trigger. <laughs> <laughs> For the Latrell Sprewell, I actually had Latrell Sprewell. I had a finisher called the Repossession. <clears throat> oh. Oh. Ooh. What about uh, <laughs> what about Shaq? Shaq has a nice little overhand right, but he's not going to hit someone with it, you know, with the – that Brad Miller, the Brad Miller incident. <laughs> when he lined him up and still missed. He had his back turned, lined him up for an overhand right and still missed. Still missed, yeah. I got um, LeBron and uh, Harden as a tag team called the, the World Travelers. <laughs> <laughs> well, LeBron shot. would make uh, for a good wrestler just because he always takes, he always knows how to flop. So he'd be taking them bumps, you know what I'm saying? He'd be exactly. Selling, he'd be selling. I was thinking, sorry, I was saying thinking of James Harden because I was going to be one another one of my finishers too because he's got that QB beard and he can just like throat fuck someone with the beard like stuff all the beard in his in the mouth and that could be like a new like mandible claw just like <laughs> in his mouth chin fuck him. Oh wait, I got I came up with one more. I got another okay, one. go for it. I got a, a Vince Carter, a tag team of Vince Carter and Jeremy Lin called Sanity. Insane. Oh, hey, 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 that's good. Okay. That's good. I like okay. that. Nice, nice. I'm gonna add on to my LeBron really quick. Like LeBron's finisher would be the hairline from hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, guys, we made it to episode 80. Can you believe it? Holy cow, 80! crazy it's pretty a big milestone for us just because uh we were just thinking like man if we can get to 10 episodes and get like one or two listeners i'll be okay and here we are and, and you know episode 80 we came a long way um and it's it's coming one of those times of like you know we started a podcast and we didn't really think of a time like when can we end it and everything like that and and it's coming to a point where you know daryl has uh, a new step in his new you know, Jay's got a new job. Raw and this whole pandemic thing. Like we started in the studio and now we're doing it a Zoom call. Um and we never knew like when should we end it. I definitely wanted to end it in a way, like when we're on top. So like, you know, what better way to do it than like at this point? So I want to send a shout out to Deadass Girls, Smacking It Raw, Smack Raw Pod, Vince, at people we fuck with on twitter man thanks for you guys support and um this is the last episode of uh 2020 and we'll see you next year 2021 y'all i'm just kidding let's go let's get out of here smack raw christmas party yo we'll be there yeah 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 that was was my little bit of uh mark henry promo right there (laughs) you had me at the first half i ain't gonna lie He was right, wearing homies. a pink suit, by the way. Justin was wearing a pink suit. I got the pink underwear. Pink underwear. Pink, pink underwear. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here. <laughs>